Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And we are going to talk about a fun pop culture period piece today. Our spooky, spooky uh, theme is spooky uh, for October. And before we get into that, um, there will be spoilers, lots and lots of spoilers, but we usually review older movies. So, you know, watch them beforehand. And um, yeah, so before we get into that, oh oh my goodness, I'll get this one day. It's fine. Uh, Julie, do you have any recommendations? For our listeners. Yeah, I do. Have... Do you want me to go first? Because I feel like you're stalling. <laughs> what makes you think that? I, I, I'm psychic. I don't know. Um, I'll go first. You go first. Okay. Go first. Because I have a recommendation that I feel so um, ready for. Shang-Chi is the best Marvel film I've ever seen. I will fight people on this. Um, It is amazing. They're not advertising it enough or at all. There are conspiracy theories or just theories. There are theories that they are doing that and not really seeing it on Disney Plus to show that like there's there's value to releasing it on Disney Plus at the same time to kind of battle the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit. So it's only in theaters. They're not advertising it enough. Um, And it truly, truly, truly was a fun experience from beginning to end. I had no criticism of it, like literally none. And I love, I love me some criticism. Listen to this podcast. Like it was so good. Um, Yeah. So go watch it, go see it. It is, it is so nice. It is a beautiful movie. It is a fun movie. And it isn't connected really, like it's kind of connected to Doctor Strange, but not really at all. So um, it's not, you know, you don't have to watch 70 films before you watch this one. Um, The villain's like objective is sad, but very clear and beautiful and just go see it. That's my recommendation. I, you're saying this and I'm like, I can't believe I haven't seen this yet. I completely need to probably because i didn't have a commercial to remind me yes they are not advertising it like it's not even in my tiktok like wandavision falcon winter soldier was everywhere shang chi is nowhere like yeah it's so you're good. you're so much cooler than me even in my tiktok <laughs> oh no i feel i feel like i have to apologize for having a tiktok every time i say it because i'm like well i watched this tiktok i i know like <laughs> apologize for it um i right now my tiktok is like all john mulaney and a tendler drama so uh, we don't need to talk about it but that's all that's in my tiktok right now um it's usually just mental health like tiktok is so funny because the algorithm everybody has a completely different tiktok and it is fascinating what like videos make it to your feed I, this is, I, I'm not on TikTok enough to understand this. This is all fascinating. Um, here's, here's my recommendation. Yes. It's, it's going to sound silly, but I don't know. Um, a lot of places in my local community are sort of finding their groove of having events, having events that are safe and following protocols. Um, and, 
I think that being able to support local businesses, um, local theaters, local restaurants, local bars is at top of mind right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think about like how like McDonald's profits like quadrupled or something wild during the pandemic. And so um, I really just want to, to the level of comfort that I have um, with socializing again and and you know what I can do safe and and what organizations can do to make me feel safe like I want to be out there in the world again (laughs) and I want to say like it's an emotional so I'm doing a an in-person thing right now but we're following all the safety protocols and it's hard and it's like an extra emotional labor that people don't understand of like having a mask on taking everyone's temperature getting everyone's proof of ID, proof of vaccination. And like, we have to do all of that before we let people into the venue. And Mm -hmm. there are people who do not comply. So we have to deal with that, which is never fun. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm dressed in a ridiculous costume. I do not make the rules. Also like I, and we know every day and every show that we're going to run into people that push back on us and are infuriated with us and we are just trying to stay safe so it's just a real it's a it's an emotional lift so like I just want to piggyback that like go support people that are are doing it and making you feel safe and like even if you do if you don't feel safe going be you know but they are trying to follow the protocols but also thank the staff or just you know like if you can because it truly is like an emotional load to go to an event or a restaurant for your job and just be like okay I know I'm gonna have to deal with at least four people that are gonna yell at me just yeah yeah so anyway on that somber note (laughs) no but it's great it's I'm I'm glad I actually know what you're talking about and I'm super excited because um the theater that you are um, talking, well, that probably inspired your your thoughts. They're doing a show that I hope we get to see when I'm down there visiting you because it's um, it looks fun. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, and maybe we'll recommend that in our next uh, in our next uh, recording. So, Julie, uh, we are going to talk today about an American haunting. Um, oh man. Yeah, I pick bad movies. <laughs> um, I holy Laura, I okay. Let first me just, off, go ooh. ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you go. I I was like, am I? Is she punishing me? Like, what did I do to enact this like anger from her? To I wow, this movie. Yeah. And I know that I know that there are people that work hard worked hard on this movie. I know that there and are it, people out there that like this movie. And and I'm and it's not a brilliant saying cast. It is a brilliant cast. Yeah, and why can't they can't save it? They can't save yeah. it. And so here's so first off, Julie, I said in the last podcast, I tried to find a horror film that I was like. Julie won't actually be scared. <laughs> so I was like, well, I mean, you were like, instead, I want her to be angry. Yes. Where? So I, 
this film, I, I was really excited about it because it is based on a true like haunting. It's one of the only like documented times in America where they put like cause of death was a ghost. Like it's a cool story. It has a cool, like, and I don't, I, there are so many things wrong with it that I don't know where they went wrong, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, how could, cause you know, if it's one thing that a movie sucks because of one thing, you could be like, this is how they could fix it. But how could they have fixed this movie? I mean, I get, okay, here's a question. Yeah. Why do I even need the present day stuff to go to a flashback? Yes, the framing device has no, no warrant, especially because the framing device and also like the, the amount that they were trying to make a statement of sexual assault in this movie. And it just didn't need, like you, you didn't need it in the framing device. You didn't need it in the actual movie. It could have just started with, okay, it's 18, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, and the doll is definitely not a historically accurate doll. That's what my mother was the most upset with when we watched it when it first came out. She's like, that's not what dolls look like. They didn't have porcelain. What? <laughs> I mean, is there, I mean, truly, is there anything historically accurate about it? Um. Well, and also the framing of, okay. And they were in two different houses, right? Like they were, the house at the end doesn't look like the house in the movie. And also why is there stuff in the attic after all those years? Like people clean out their attics. Yeah. And I guess that's like, my thing is like, if, if you're going to have like a set it up that there's like a present day thing, Mm -hmm. then it has to, like, it has to have a reason. And I'm, we're not here to discuss like the plot line in order, but like the way the movie ends where it's just like, she finishes the the journal and like runs after her daughter in the car that's leaving. And then like, there's the door and I'm just like, what the, what is even happening? Especially like, and I, so there are a lot of people that apparently you can go on eBay and buy old journals that people find. And there are a lot of people that like, that's their thing. Like they don't, they may read other books. I don't know, but like they, people really love to read other people's journals and it may be from like 1994 or maybe from like, you know, early, 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 whatever. But I just don't even understand the framing device of like, I found this journal. I'm going to sit and read it this long. And also no I, one's journal entries are that thorough. I'm sorry. <laughs> And look, Laura, can I ask you a question? No. Podcast over. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, let me let me frame this question with a confession. Um, I would get so just like annoyed at every Donald Sutherland scene that I would just move ahead. Mm-hmm. And I think that I missed some information of like why like who is the little ghost girl and why is she haunting the family or maybe they don't ever tell us that and then the movie's just even worse if that's possible so i have three answers 
Okay, so it is even worse. So, like, the the one answer is they never explain it. Okay. Oh, my God. The second answer is that that actually happened in real life, though. Like, that was one of the documented things that there was a little ghost girl that kept appearing. Mm-hmm. So, that like, if you know the history, that's cool, but they never explain it or they never, like, even really acknowledge it that much. My third answer, which does not validate this movie because it's horrible, but just like something interesting is that there is a theory among the um, paranormal community, and it's been a theory for a long time, that poltergeist activity, which is very like angry paranormal energy, is actually the energy of like either heightened teen, teen angst or heightened teen emotions. And that energy has to go somewhere and it has to do damage. So um, they do kind of explain it. I get like, it's like the little girl and her died when everything happened kind of is what they're going through, going for. And then the paranormal, like angry energy is her dealing with the emotional toll of everything that's happened. But like poltergeist. Did, did it involve Donald Sutherland? Cause I feel like I. Yes, you skipped this part. Yes. So Donald Sutherland, her father, trigger warning, content warning. I'm going to put a giant content warning on this um, episode anyway. But Donald Sutherland, her father, raped his daughter. And so that created like this split in her personality. And so there's the little girl and then there's this like poltergeist energy. And so like poltergeist, the movie, like you'll notice that in all of these stories of like poltergeists and you know, these horrible demonic activities, there's always teenagers in the house. And so there is like in real life, and like if you do like watch The Conjuring or anything like that, like, and they try to explain it away by like in past history, but a lot of paranormal experts think that it's like this overwrought of emotional teen energy that has to go somewhere and do damage. Uh, Okay. So it's not um, like, and, and here's the thing, like, if that's where they were going with the movie, um, I can see it in theory, but, like, it's such a bad movie. And, like, it looks like it was filmed by me, and I don't mean that in a good way. Um, and it looks like it was edited on, like, iMovie. And they're like, you know, it'd be really great if we go to black and white for this clip. And if we go to the, like... Yeah, I just i i wanna i wanna find a reason that they made this movie and put because unlike Shang Chi, when this movie came out, they advertised the hell out of it. They advertised it so much; it was everywhere. It was on billboards. It was on like in Times Square. They advertised it so much as like the scariest movie um, to be, and it is so bad. And I feel like they when- wanted. Blair Witch energy and just did not get it. When the movie came out, did like was it popular? Um, I think it was. I think it was like not Blair Witch pro- popular, but I feel like it was like Conjuring like adjacent, where it was like, oh, it's based on a real thing. Let me Google it. Let me look it up. Um, uh, let me Yahoo it. It was earlier. <laughs> I'm gonna Yahoo it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so 
so it wasn't like the most popular scary movie, but it was pretty popular back in the day. Um, mm. It was also like a great cast. So you're like, why, why wouldn't it be amazing? And they do the carriage flip, like where the carriage flips and everyone, so they put money into it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Hmm. I'm sorry. Jeff. And I, I did, I mean, I had a moment where, um, and I'm sorry, I can't think of his name, only his role, Jarvis from um, the Marvel yes. movies. Um, like I had a moment where I was like, like he's he's working it. Like this man is working it um, and still can't save this movie. And yeah. that was like 45 minutes in. And then I was like, okay, but also Sissy Spacek and Donald Sutherland are in this movie and can't yes. save it. Like what is happening? And the, the, the script, I tried to, I, I, this is a puzzle I want to solve. Um, I looked up the script and I was like reading the script and the framing device sucks, right? So like they don't, if they just started at the very like 18, you know, time card. This time card? Like if they put a time card at the, at the beginning, like oh, okay. Tennessee 18, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't was, I don't know like uh, movie terminology like that so like when you said time card I was like like they should have clocked in like they what? should have clocked in emotionally is what I'm saying <laughs> I don't because I don't think the script is horrible it's not the best but I feel like the script isn't horrible I feel like it's the editing and directing like I feel like the director's like just really talk slow and make everything super um like dramatic and and i feel like they were winking at the audience too much of like this is where it's going this is where it's ryan going. murphy yeah they were ryan murphying it um i bet he liked this film and <laughs> yeah so I, it's just it's one of those horror films that i feel like in theory could have been great it could have been like the Bell Witch plot is one of the coolest like horror stories in American history. The cast was great. It came out in a time when horror films were like getting money put behind them. And I feel like this one had some money. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. yeah like even just the cast, you're like, oh, they had money. Yeah. So it, and I feel it's one of those that you watch the trailer and you're going to be like, this is going to be a great movie. And then you watch the movie and you're so sad about it that I just, I want it to be as good as the trailer was. See, now I am now I, I should have watched the trailer. Maybe I'm going to start doing that. Like before, oh, yeah. before I watch a movie, I'm going to watch the trailer too. It is a trailer very much at that time period. Um, do you remember when all trailers had voiceovers? I miss those days. When it's like, this is exactly how you want to feel <laughs> at this movie. Um, no gleaning at all. Yeah. I, I just, I want it to be better. I want it to be a good movie. And it just sucks so hard. And you made me watch it. And I made you watch it. I mean, well, I, we can't watch Academy Award winners every time. Uh, agreed. Uh, but I chose Fear Street. I know, I know. Well, to be fair, I I was like, maybe maybe I didn't like it. Be I also hadn't watched it till I was like, we're gonna do this one, and I hadn't watched it since it came out or like right after it came out. 
So I was like, maybe, maybe it, maybe it's better with time. Maybe I just didn't give it. And then I was like, no, it got worse. And I, I, I don't want this whole conversation to be a conversation about how you betrayed me by making me watch this horrible movie. I'm able to get past this. Okay. I will give you, I will give you a good movie next time. I promise. I just, I feel like if listeners are tracking movie choices, that's all. I just want to go for the unexpected choice. (laughs) because you also pick like you pick titanic how do i counteract that marie antoinette (laughs) so you're welcome you're welcome listeners that i gave you variety and i'm sorry julie that you have to suffer for our art (laughs) watching these movies no i promise i'll give you a good one i don't know i actually have horrible taste in film sometimes so I, I, I do think that this the theory about the teenagers like that's really that's genuinely fascinating to me and yeah. I wouldn't know about that unless you had chosen this movie and but isn't that a cool concept like that is it is a cool concept and using that with the bell witch like theory as well like that it could have been such a good movie i'm so angry i just want it i just want it to be good this is i feel like this is my dating life (laughs) where i'm like these two things are so amazing why can't why can't i should just see the movie as it is take a step back Mm -hmm. and say Mm -hmm. goodbye to it Mm. so i i will do that goodbye american haunting i will never watch you again you will never be fixed, and that's okay. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever thought to do like a series that's like movie redos. I, I, if anyone gave me a budget of anything, I would, I would make this movie better. I promise you. Um, I don't know how. I mean, I could just never mind. I was going to say something really mean to the filmmakers. But I would make it better. Uh, no, 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 Laura, break up with it. It's over. Okay. <laughs> Julie, what are you looking forward to? This is truly an emotional journey. Um, okay, I, <laughs> despite the fact that I don't like scary movies or haunted houses, um, I do love uh halloween and spooky season i don't i'm i'm weird um but the other thing i love about october is Oktoberfest and yeah and food festivals and and things like that so um i'm looking forward to finding opportunities to enjoy my german heritage very nice very nice lots of um, we have a place called Hofbra House that you have to come to whenever you visit me. Because mm, I'm love there. Um, oh, spooky season is upon us. Um, I took my, I brought all my um, Halloween decorations out and they are so cute. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, I'm excited to um, 
What am I excited about? I'm excited about a lot of things. Um, I am excited to uh, go to the drive-ins more. We just started going to the drive-ins because, you know, movie theaters are not necessarily as, you know, safe as you want to be. And there's something wonderful about paying $9 to sit in the slightly crisp cold air because it's colder here now um, in in a blanket or two and a hoodie and drink hot chocolate while watching a movie like drive-ins in October, September, October in Pennsylvania are phenomenal. So that's what I'm excited about. I may go see Shang-Chi again. It was that good. Are are drive-ins making a comeback? Like, or is it just, I never knew about them existing still because I wasn't cool. Um, Drive-ins never left Pittsburgh, but neither, nothing from the 90s has left Pittsburgh. Nothing from the 40s has (laughs) left Pittsburgh. Like, we have not grown past 1995, which is, like, phenomenal. Um, So I don't know. But I think that that's other places because of the pandemic. It's become, because you're, you never talk or touch or go near anyone else except for concessions. Um, and you get to see two movies for a very cheap price. Ours is nine dollars, and and they go um, in. Oh, what am I trying to say? They go in like themes. So if you go to like a certain screen, it's like two horror movies. Like I went and saw Candyman and Don't Breathe Two the other day. Oh my gosh! Um, for nine dollars, uh, or you can go to like the edgy like family friendly kind of sort of teen area where it was Shang-Chi and Free Guy um and you get yeah so or like Paw Patrol and something else for like the kid friendly ones and those usually Paw Patrol Paw Patrol uh for the kiddos there's also a porno (laughs) there's also a porno screen yeah um, but it's like over a separate hill and it's really funny because you have to show proof of ID if you want to go to the porno screen. Um, but the horror film one is like right next to it and you can see teenagers like climb the hill <laughs> to get to. Um, so that's that's a fun, that's Pittsburgh culture for you. Um, oh my God. I'm kidding, but it's just really funny. Pittsburgh is like, this is fascinating. <laughs> I mean, it's not like hardcore. It's like all softcore, but like. No, it's yeah. not. It's not that. It's that like. It genuinely just feels like, like, stepping back in history. Like I'm not like, oh, oh my like, my morality is offended that there's a porn drive-in. I'm just like, wow, you are not kidding. They just did not leave 1995. We did not. Well, certain parts of it, like there are parts of it that are very hipster and like they are 2021 but it my hometown they are filming three movies or slash netflix series that are based in the 1940s because our main street has not changed it looks exactly the same so it's the perfect night like they're filming a league of their own and a few other things there so wow yeah. Fascinating. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. To, I can't wait to come back to Pittsburgh to visit you. Yeah. Now that I like, I have a house and we can, and now I know it better too. Cause when you came, I just moved back after like 15 years of being down there. So yeah. Well, listeners, thanks for listening to us talk about a horrible movie. Um, if you also watched American haunting before listening to this podcast, 
I'm sorry, I'll pick a better one um, or I won't, we'll see. Uh, but I just wanted it to be better, but I learned a lesson. This is a great therapy session. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you. If you wanna, if, you, if you're like, Laura, I never want you to pick a movie again. Do you know what you can do? You can give us movies and suggest movies on Instagram um, at pop culture period piece podcast. Um, yeah. Please help me. Please help yeah. me, everyone. <laughs> For Julie's sake, please <laughs> send us movies. Um, thank you so much for listening. We'll come up with something fun and exciting later. Watch bad movies, watch good movies, um, and bitch about them. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.